Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. Appreciate you being here. Uh, if this is your first time being here, welcome. I'm glad whatever forces in the world brought you here. Brought you here. Uh, some of you were getting upset that I was holding a microphone. And because I am the guy that I, I care about everybody's feelings a lot. So I wanted to make sure that you guys could see my face, see my hands, so you didn't know, and you couldn't see my balls. I got complaints about my huge testicles being in the frame, and I got complaints about holding a microphone. So you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just a big people pleaser nowadays. Uh, that's what I do. That's what I'm here for, and that is just my, my main mission in life is to just make sure that nobody is upset and everybody is happy and that we can all just laugh and smile together. Uh, if, if you don't know, this is what you thought it wasn't. This is the Lord Petty Podcast, the only place in the world where we prioritize loving everybody and making fun of everything. And uh, I am your host, Lord Petty. You can follow me on Instagram at Lord Petty underscore two underscores because the one underscore got extremely shadow banned at first and then it actually got deleted for spreading false information uh but i'm just making jokes bro you know what i'm saying it always kind of cracks me out to be like oh you're spreading false information um you know who else is spreading false information comedy central okay and uh, the thing that's really scaring me now is that, you know, Raggedy Ann, uh, Jen Psaki, whatever her name is, she came out the other day and she said that government needs to really work with Facebook, with Mark Zuckerberg, fucking Zuck Zucktron, and they need to start managing misinformation. And that is just, it's, it's fucking mind-blowing to me because you have, you literally have an organization called Antifa, right? Which some people just say they're an idea. Like, I'm not, said, I'm not trying to spread false information, so I don't know because I'm not a part of it, so I couldn't tell you what it means. But you would think if there was ever a time for an organization called the Anti-Fascist Organization to step in, the Fucking Starbucks would be on fire right now if they heard that the government wants to manage misinformation. Okay? Because here's the here's the reality of it is you turn on any news channel and it's bias and they're going to come up with stories. They're going to say, it was an anonymous source and they're just going to talk shit because they're trying to fill airwaves. But then... When you and I want to get on the internet and uh, make some jokes, it's uh, toxic information or whatever. And I do think if, if you're not somewhat medically uh, educated or in any way, shape, or form uh, in the medical industry, maybe you shouldn't be spreading a bunch of things you're not sure of about vaccinations and shit like that. But, you know, if people want to believe what they... I, I just... I mean, I'm just kind of a... I think everybody should do whatever they want. You know what I'm saying? I think if you want to butt fuck men, you should butt fuck men. If you don't want to vaccinate your children, 
don't vaccinate your children. But if you want to go out and get the vaccine, go and get the vaccine. Uh, it's just is what it is. I just think it's crazy that the government wants to manage misinformation. There's nothing weirder to me because when, when COVID started, right? When coronavirus, when that first all started, we all thought it came from a bat. We thought some guy was like, and gnawed down a bat, right? And then some weird conspiracy theorists came out and said, hey, uh, no, because if you follow the money, if you follow the trail, it kind of points that it was started in a lab. Maybe it was a leak, and maybe even if we want to get real crazy, say that the Chinese government knew that it was leaked, which I'm not saying that. I don't know, bro. I'm just here making dick jokes, uh, sitting in front of the Statue of Fertility, and talking. So I don't know, but... It just, there's this pattern where, excuse me, uh, misinformation a year later turns into the goddamn truth. So it's like the whole mask thing, you know? Even Fauci came out at first and he said, we should not be wearing masks because it just covers your face and then you're not going to get a completely airtight seal. And if you put on two masks, it basically works like two condoms where they rub on each other and you're not getting a seal. Then a year later, he's coming out and saying, okay, you got to wear two masks. And I don't know what you're supposed to be, be doing. I really don't know. But uh, a year ago, he was saying something else. You know what I'm saying? So it's dangerous to have one side of things talking about uh, what misinformation is, especially, especially because there's been times where I'm driving through my city and then motherfuckers are burning down shucks auto part okay or they're putting bricks through windows and then i turn on the news click peaceful protest it's like dude i'm seeing it with my eyes you know what i'm saying and plus it's like these motherfuckers be like we have to listen to the science well, you know what? I don't care what people want to do. I'm supportive of everything. I'm very pro-LGBTQ. I'm pro-everything. I don't care. I will, if you want me, if you want to identify as a female, but you were born, I will call, if you want to be Stacy, you're Stacy to me. I don't give a shit, okay? But science says that there's always been two genders, okay? And so you get the people that say, oh, listen to the science, listen to the science. So it's like, okay, let's kind of, you know, if it makes people feel better, sure, but just don't force people to say things because that's on the border of fascism. And then <laughs> the same people that want to manage, mismanage information want to tell me that Joe Biden does not have dementia. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. You can see it all over him. Like, I know this. I've said this before. It's a it's a touchy subject for me, but my, my grandmother has dementia and I've, I've watched it unfold and Joe Biden is, he, he's getting worse. He's getting worse day by day, dude, than these people are trying to tell. And if you try to argue with anybody, which I'm just going to stop doing, I just, I just block people now, dude. I'm throwing a Dave Chappelle block party, bro, because people want to argue with me now and I don't even argue with them because then you piss them off. And if you beat them in an argument, they'll just report everything on your page and uh, then I get my little carpet yanked from under me. And I don't want that. So I just let people say and do what they want to do. And I, I speak my truth. And uh, 
I just do not think that the same people that are telling me that the president does not have dementia, Antifa is not an organization, and that there's 70 genders, I don't think those people should be saying we are managing misinformation. The same people that said the Cubans are uprising because they don't have vaccinations. Maybe they're uprising because they're getting drug out of their homes and beaten to death for saying something about the communist government. Oh, that's not real communism. What is real communism, you know? I like how it's always a 20-year-old in school that whose mom still fucking buys them socks for Christmas are the ones that want to tell world leaders that's not real communism. The level of insanity, dude. That's where we're at. It's a crazy, 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 crazy world. And all we can do is just be nice to each other, try to be respectful of each other, and we need to start working again. What we need to do is get everybody... So here's the spectrum, right? Uh, everybody right is kind of right here, most normal people. And then you get these fringies on both sides, okay? So uh, from your stage left here, okay, you get the fucking SJWs with the pink and purple hair saying that, I'm a biological woman, but I identify as a trans woman, but I'm also uh, attracted to men but I am also a rhinoceros. And then you get these guys over here, these like Mississippi trailer park. <laughs> They're just fucking ignorant. Um, we need to get back to the middle, dude. We need to stop making these people out here so loud because we just need to make fun of all of them. We just need to bring it all back together. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had a beautiful cultural experience the other day. And I have always... It's funny because I remember growing up uh, like it's, it's, I'm not going to put anybody on blast, but I can name a couple people off the top of my head because I've always been really in, cause I grew up in a very multicultural neighborhood. And so I've always been very intrigued by black culture. I mean, most of my, most people I've really admired have been black and, uh, I've always really loved hip hop music and just the food, just the sense of humor. I mean, the whole reason I am why I am is cause I grew up I've spent a lot of time around uh, black people and they're just so funny. They're just so blunt and so just, uh, it's just different. Like white people, we stick our, we stick our grandparents in old folks' homes. We don't talk to our siblings forever. And then uh, we play pranks on our friends. Other cultures don't do that. And I really admire that. Like I would honestly, I would trade teams if I didn't have to deal <laughs> with some of the other shit that came along with it. You know what I mean? And, uh, it's like the social aspect of it. Like white people are fucking boring to me for the most part. But I had, so that's what's funny when somebody accuses me of being something because I make a dumb joke about like black people talking in a movie theater or something like that. Like it's, it's hilarious to me. And cause I remember growing up cause I was the kid that was, you know, putting people onto hip hop music or wearing FUBU and shit like that. People would call me a, I don't even know if I can say this word, but it rhymes with the word I'm not supposed to say and it starts with a W. So I don't even want to say it and get flagged, but like people would be like, oh, you're such a fucking nigger. And uh, I, it, it, I was like, okay, just because I like things that come from black culture, uh, I don't feel like I'm really necessarily appropriating it. But I know I'm a fucking twiggy, scrawny, pasty boy. 
But then these same people are this just the super loud, oh, Black Lives Matter. And I think it's because literally they're just scared of black people. They think if they don't say this, they're going to get beaten up by black people. That's what they think. It's the same fucking weirdo liberals that'll probably be like, hey, we should invite the new black neighbors over and feed them some watermelon and fried chicken and let them know we're not racist Republicans. They're that stupid. It's just uh, mind-blowing. me. But so anyways, there was this basketball tournament going on in Seattle. And uh, Shody and I, Green Lake Park, the very famous Green Lake Park, Shody and I kind of stumbled into it. And they had all these pop-up stands, right? And so we were just meeting people and passing, just kind of hanging out, watching the game, which was crazy because it was some serious, talented basketball players out there. That's when I realized I am washed. I'm washed up. And if I were on that court, I'd be. there was people just dunking and stuff, you know? There's no worse feeling than getting dunked on. I got dunked on once in a basketball court in North Hollywood. And, uh, like, I used to go play basketball. It was I shared a room with five black dudes, and my nickname was Powder. And we'd all make fun of each other ruthlessly and all have each other's backs in anything. And that's honestly one of the one of the times in my life I've seen actual racism was I was with those guys and uh, we were about to go into a club. We're about to go into a nightclub and I was wearing jeans. And so was uh, my buddy Ian was wearing jeans as well. And I walked in no problem. And then the bouncer stopped. me. He's like, hey, bro, you can't come in here with jeans. And I was like, bro. I'm in jeans and he was just kind of like ignoring the situation. So I think they just didn't want a lot of black people in the club. And I just was straight up like, man, like, you know, I was, I was heated. I was so mad. Um, I was so mad, you know, and then we left and I could, I could just, I could see it on his face, like how much that hurt him. You know what I mean? And, uh, it just wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't cool, but so that shit definitely exists. But, um, We were at the basketball tournament and we we're meeting people and it's just like the vibe, just how everybody was just having fun and just roasting each other. And there was music playing and there were these pop up stands like we went and bought. The, <laughs> we went and bought this hood ass lemonade from this one stand. This lady, she makes her own spiked lemonade. Dude, I have never been so fucked up off one drink in my life. I was fucking hammered off like 12 ounces of drink and it tasted like candy so i was sipping juice i was talking shit i was watching like overseas basketball players playing at green lake park and it was a great time and i bought some hot sauce i bought some hot sauce from a guy and you could drink it it's literally the most delicious thing and i was just thinking this is a beautiful cultural moment and this is what it's about like i love that shit i love it when white people and black people just fucking hang out and everybody's their authentic self. There's nothing that makes me cringe more when you get these just hyper-liberal people where they think they have to act a certain way around other cultures. And then they start talking like this, man. You know, like they start... I know I kind of... Excuse me. I use black vernacular just because I... It's how I talk, bro. It's how I talk. That's how I was raised. I think it's funny. It flows off the tongue. And uh, like I said, it's just it had a big part in me becoming who I am. But I don't try to sound, I don't try to act, and you know what I mean. I don't try to do that. But then you get these super hyper liberal white people where they think they have to do that, and it makes me fucking cringe, dude. There's nothing cooler to me than when 
just swagged out black dudes and just like nerdy white guys like myself are just hanging out and we're exchanging cultures where I'm taking these guys to go play beer pong and they're taking me to the basketball court and never giving me the ball. Like <laughs> Literally every time I would touch the ball, I'd be like, yo, 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 pass it, pass it. It's funny with the basketball, white basketball players too, because it's always like the really goofy, shaggy looking guy all of a sudden just start start banging. You know what I mean? It's never uh it's never a good looking white guy that's good at basketball besides uh who's that Ashton Kutcher? He's like Kyle Corver, something like that. I don't even know. But it's always just these goofy looking Slavic type guys that are just there's a guy with the mullet, dude. There was a guy with the mullet and he was hooping. That's why I said, dude, I'm washed up. I can't go out there with my with my $60 haircut. I can't go out there and hoop because I will get fucking banged on. Um, but yeah, it was a beautiful thing. It was a beautiful thing. We need to do more of that. We need to stop fucking talking about all this. We need to just stop. People need to stop being racist. And we need to stop talking about race all the time. We just need to hang out, dude. We just need to hang out, dude, because it's so fun to me. Um, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> uh, I, I started, I think I already talked about this earlier, but uh, my old page is now Butthole Biden. And the follows are coming in. Uh, my dream, my dream is that the page gets big enough to where Donald Trump Jr. or something like that gets a hold of it. And he just, he's like, oh, Butthole Biden. <laughs> and then he tells Big 45 and then, Big 45 gets out there one day. Just, we need to stop the fake news and acknowledge Butthole Biden's dementia. It'd be my dream, dude. I would feel like I had it made at that point. I would just roll over and croak. Uh, I'd do a quick, quick little croak boy if that happened because it would make me happy. One thing that really kind of irks me, though, is... So if you create memes, right, Instagram really doesn't like meme pages. And that's understandable because a lot of meme pages are just garbage and they just they're just shit posting pages where they're uh, reposting a bunch of stuff that they got off Reddit or something like that. Yeah, don't verify those fucking people. But if you can see that there is somebody showing their face, they're not hiding behind the memes, but they they just they're just a digital content creator and they're creating things. They just happen to be in the form of a meme which is the most shareable thing in the world. Like probably the only reason you're listening to this podcast because you found some memes that I've made. You know what I mean? Like that was my marketing strategy off the rip. And, but Instagram doesn't like verifying these accounts. And I, I don't understand why because that is the whole reason people use Instagram. I don't know anybody that doesn't love memes. So shouldn't we reward the people creating the memes? I mean, do you really give a fuck about anybody's selfie anymore? Is there anything on Instagram? Oh, somebody's uh, people taking pictures of themselves that anybody actually cares about. I want to be the anti-influencer. Okay. I list, literally listen to uh, marketing podcasts and stuff like that just to see what the trends are in the digital space. And I try to avoid them. Because I don't want to subconsciously, you know, like I'll troll them. I'll troll them. Like the other day I posted something saying like, oh, your 57th emoji is your reaction because bitches be posting their ass cheeks and then 
they'll say, your third emoji is your reaction. Because when you drive traffic to a post, the algorithms pick up on it and they get reposted more. And so the more repost the more interaction you get on your posts the more uh you can charge for sponsored posts a little internet 101 for you there but a lot of people don't know this stuff which you know i'm in the industry so i pay attention to these things but most people just think oh we get on instagram kind of fuck around and uh now people are making some serious money and i just think that it shouldn't be so hard for people that make original memes and stuff like that as long as they show their face uh, to get verified because people steal the content. And then if you go and look for the account, you don't know if you're following the real guy or not. So uh, working on that because uh, as soon as I get that little blue badge, I'm going to be talking mad shit. So I've been doing this for what? Two, three, three years at least. God, maybe like almost yeah, three and a half, four years, which kind of shows you things take longer than you expect. Okay. Uh and it's just so funny because I just, I hate when people ask me, how's your little podcast thing going? Wait till I get that blue check mark, bro. <laughs> I'm going to be talking shit because um, I, don't even, I don't even care about it that much. It's just kind of a social proof, which is hilarious to me that we care about these things, but we do. And people steal my shit, so I want it. And I think Instagram should acknowledge the meme pages because like i said who gives a shit about anything else but memes literally we're all on instagram for the memes if you look at the most shared posts like these models and stuff like that bro who cares you know like do, do women even follow these models because that always blows my mind because i'll follow these pages because i'm a creep and i don't even know what these girls real names are i don't know what their voices are i don't know anything about them i just follow them because they're hot okay and then I got it. And then I see the comments. It's all just a bunch of other dudes. And then they get these brand deals to sell swimsuits and shit like that. And I couldn't name one of the brands because, but who is like what normal girl? Cause girl, girls will get mad at their boyfriends for following these butt models. But then these butt models are selling swimsuits to the females. So that means that the females got to be following it too. So you're allowed to follow it for the swimsuits, but we're not allowed to follow it for the T's and B's, huh? Logic. I don't know, dude. Uh, where am I at in time? Damn, time flies fast. That's kind of crazy. Uh, well, I've officially, I've officially gotten big enough to where I'm getting trolled in the real world, which is kind of crazy. Um, where people are literally. <laughs> Uh, I thought I thought I found somebody to buy my, which I've gotten a ton of offers, but nothing that I, I would take. Like the bike's not in the way by any means, but I just, I got T-boned by a transvestite in a go-kart and I broke some ribs and it opened up my eyes that I'm not invincible and shit can just happen. And when I'm on my bike, I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm just having fun. So God knows, like, and I've had some really close encounters and I'm just kind of worried that somebody's just going to hit me. It's just going to fuck some shit up. And so I, I've just, I've had my kicks. So I'm kind of thinking about getting rid of my motorcycle, okay? And so I've gotten a couple offers, but so then somebody messages me under my just personal profile on, on OfferUp and they make fun of that bit that I did say, talking about uh, if you're not going to give me cash, what are you going to give me? Which that still blows my mind. 
Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch the last episode or go to my Instagram and watch the clip. People saying, I'll give you 6,000 cash. It's like, you know, as opposed to what, dude? As opposed to what? Like, what What? What other... I, I, it's, it's money. You know what I mean? And uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, yeah. And so somebody is like, oh, will you take uh, 65... Will you take 7,000 cash? Because I said I want 75. And it's like, dude, whatever. It's later in the season. You seem nice. Sure, I'll give it, I'll give it to you for 7K. And he's like, oh, I'm just fucking with you. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Dude, that was so funny. But uh, also, fuck that guy. I'm just kidding. And it's it's weird too because I had a really viral, viral tweet the other day, and I've just it's just been everywhere on the internet. Like all these people been, you know, people that know me in real life, whatever they'll see my face on just these big pages, and you know they'll they'll send me the link. Like I haven't seen it, which is kind of funny, but it's it's cute. It's whatever. And uh, like I appreciate the love. People always come around when things are going well, but, um, and it's just so funny. Like I, I don't dive too deep into the comments, but like people will just, people will just say, basically the tweet said the tweet was making fun of how Shodi one time called me out for my breathing pattern. And the funny thing is the whole tweet, it wasn't about me lying about hooking up with some other girl or something like that. Because the tweet said, my girlfriend called me, said I was holding some things back because of my breathing pattern. Don't lie to women, right? And so the tweet went super viral. Super viral. And so everybody's like, oh, what a piece of shit. You shouldn't lie to your girlfriend. Bro, I was literally playing F1 2020 and I was playing Monaco. And I just, I couldn't qualify past like 18th place. And I'm really good at the game. So I was struggling to find downforce in the car, but not get smoked in the tunnel. Okay. So I couldn't find a good car setting that was working for me. And she was trying to talk to me about something. She could tell that <laughs> she could tell that I was out of it because in my head, I'm trying to think like, okay, do I, what do I adjust the toe or do I want to fuck with the front weight? Like what, what do I want to do to have enough downforce to stuff the straightaway speed? And then the best thing was then you look at the comments, people be like, oh, a woman wrote this. And then I, I look at them and I was like, no, that was a... <laughs> so, I, so I was like, no, that was a full-on grown ginger. <laughs> I'm not even ginger, dude. I'm more like albino, bro. Um, whatever. It's all good. It's all good in the hood. But it's just crazy then... Just the, the foul shit that people start saying to you. And so I can't imagine what it's like for people that are uh, just full-blown famous. I mean, it's just got to be some weird shit. And uh, I'm reading I'm reading uh, a book about Nirvana right now, which was written when Kurt Cobain was still alive. And he's talking about this instance where Courtney Love was wearing a choker chain. And they got in an argument, and he said something about a choker chain and then the reporter took it as oh you choked your wife and so that then made headlines that he choked his wife it's so like i said the book was written it's like an autobiography that was written when he was alive and he's just talking about how he never paid attention to mainstream media and then all of a sudden he's just you know one of the most recognizable people in the world and people are he just he had no idea the the uh the machine the machine behind the media and how people just want to talk shit 
behind print. And uh, I, I never, I don't know anything. I don't know any famous singers right now. I don't know any famous people. I have no idea. If it's outside of my little corner in the internet, I really don't know. Like the most famous person that I pay attention to is Fleckas. And besides that, it's just all like I listen to my friend's music. I listen to Swamp G. Um, I have no fucking idea what's going on in the world. And so I just imagine for a guy like that, where he was this punk rocker, this underground guy, then all of a sudden he's just this huge celebrity. I could see how that got to him. I could see how that got to him just based off seeing how in my little like micro sense, my thing got twisted and these people are just accusing me of being this terrible liar. <laughs> like lying and cheating on my girlfriend because I was out of it over adjusting a race car. But anyways, um, we're going to call it quits because I like to keep these episodes nice and short. If you would like to write into the podcast, um, I need to get another device so I can actually read these things. I've been lacking. Uh, email me at lordpettypodcast at gmail.com and um, God, I hope this thing is recording. I just realized that. But, uh, yeah, you guys have a great week. Appreciate you.